Welcome everyone to today's Twitter Spaces event, or <laughs> X Spaces, I guess it's called. It's going to be hard to get rid of that. Um, we're going to kick things off here in about four or five minutes, just waiting for some more guests to jump in and our speakers to jump in. So uh, feel free to grab yourself a cup of coffee or a tea, depending on where you are, or even something harder, depending on where you are in the world. And we'll start it up here in about four or five minutes. Hope everyone's having a great day. Thanks for jumping on the Twitter or X Spaces. <laughs> I'm gonna call. I'm gonna keep calling it Twitter Spaces. I don't care what uh, what Elon has to say. Maybe he'll get me in trouble, but um, I'll get used to saying X someday. But for now, thank you for joining on the Twitter Spaces. We're gonna kick things off here in about three or four minutes. Uh, if you have any questions, start to think about those questions for our guests. And once we start to get into our programming, we'll be able to bump you in and let you guys uh, have at it. All right. Looks like some more folks are jumping in. We're already getting speaker requests, so that means people are eager to ask some questions. <laughs> Just stay tuned on the speaker requests. Uh, put your hand up if you are interested in chatting and asking questions to our guests. Um, but we'll get to you guys as soon as I run through a handful of questions, give some updates, and let them introduce themselves. So stay tuned. We've got one more minute, and we'll kick things off. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Wednesday. Okay. It is 1.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so I think we're going to kick things off. Thank you guys for joining uh, today's Twitter Spaces event with our very, very special guest from Passage. My name is Adam Wozny. I head up a community for Overclock Labs, the creators of the Akash Network. So over the next 45 minutes or so, we're going to explore and discuss the latest developments and innovative, innovative use cases and the boundless opportunities that Akash and Passage present. Whether you're a seasoned expert or a curious newcomer, or simply someone just intrigued by a caution passage, this space is designed to foster engaging conversations, insightful perspectives, and collaborative learning. So uh, you can already see someone's raised their hand. Dominic, stay tuned. Uh, if you do have questions for our panelists at any time, feel free to raise your hand and I'll get you involved in the conversation. Um, I encourage you all to share your thoughts, ask questions, and engage with our distinguished panelists and fellow participants. But that's not what we're here for. We have a lot to cover today, so I want to jump right into guest introductions. So I thought we'd maybe kick it off with Lex. Uh, I was hoping you could maybe introduce yourself and let folks listening in know what Passage is all about. Yeah, absolutely. So I am one of the founders of Passage. Uh, I've got a background in uh, creative production uh, for the last decade plus. Uh, I founded a studio called Free Division back in 2016. Uh, where we did everything from like uh, free design and animation to virtual production for some big brands and creators from Capitol Records to Warner Brothers, Red Bull, Dallas Cowboys, Disney, did a lot of cool stuff. Uh, and that kind of leaned into uh, us basically creating passage out of that uh, as a need to kind of merge a lot of what we were doing in the virtual event space into something that was like accessible for everybody. 
and wasn't just a huge high ticket item for these big brands that could afford it. Um, so that's where Passage came from. We started building Passage in about 2020. Um, some of the first brands that we kind of vetted this with were uh, teams like Capital Records, Amazon, uh, Scooter Braun, who manages Justin Bieber, uh, as well as uh, American Girl. So had a really diverse audience of people who were buying Passage events for their communities. And we had 30,000 plus people uh, at each event, um, you know, going through the experience. And so we got a lot of firsthand experience bringing people into this thing that we've been uh, building for the last three years or so now. Very cool. Thank you, Lex, for that introduction. I'm gonna have a bunch of questions for you in a minute, so stay tuned. Next up, I'd like to introduce Chang Wang. Uh, Chang, feel free to introduce yourself and let folks know what's going on at Akash. Thank you very much. Uh, is my sound still coming through okay? Yeah, this seems good right now. Excellent. All right. Well, I'm uh, Chang, CFO of Overclock Labs, uh, creators and currently still one of the largest contributors to the Akash network. Also have the privilege of um, leading our marketing efforts over Overclock Labs as lean as we are. Um, yeah, so as of late, I think all of you here know, but if you've somehow uh, kind of missed the memo at this point in time, we just recently concluded our GPU testnet, which was a resounding success. We you know shared some statistics and if you want to be pointed to, we'd be more than happy to, to link to that. And this is a, dovetails really nicely into ultimately the mainnet that'll be coming uh, in the coming weeks. Once that's online, uh, we will officially brew the server cloud for AI. And in terms of the GP marketplace specifically, that has, I think, wonderful ramifications, uh, positive ones for, with our partnership with Passage in terms of what they're doing there and, you know, the uh, kind of workloads that will be running on, you know, the cloud. And it'd be wonderful to have uh, some of Passages users along with the cost users and AI ML users in, in, in general across the world um, using a, a decentralized compute network to empower all of their workloads. Cool. Thank you, Chang. And and your audio started out good, and then it started getting a little wobbly. Just wanted to mention that. So I'll let you know as you uh, as you're speaking. But for now, I think we're okay. Um, next up. I'm going to hand the mic to Ariel. Ariel, feel free to introduce yourself and uh, let folks know what you do over at Passage. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, hi guys. My name is Ariel Avellino. Um, me and Lex share a last name, and that's because we're brothers. Um, so, I've kind of been on this journey with him, um, uh, helped to found Passage, um, and uh, you know, still working. Uh, with the uh, three division project as well, uh, pushing some stuff over there. Um, and then specifically for Passage, uh, I'm the chief operations officer. So basically um, organizing everything from uh, the team, um, all of the operational needs to kind of like get this project uh, off the ground. So a uh, little, little history on me. Um, uh, one of my first companies was in the, uh, film and video production space. Um, so, uh, worked with, uh, everything from, uh, large feature films and TV series to, um, you know, uh, ads, uh, doing video ads for brands and then, um, uh, migrated into, uh, e-commerce and got really deep into, um, launching brands from there, uh, took one brand that I owned personally from zero to seven figures, uh, and got to really cut my teeth on 
what does it look like to uh, do business 100% online um, and develop online teams? Because that was a completely, pretty much every team that I think uh, I've ever built or worked for or um, did something with, there was it was always 100% virtual, which has gone really well hand in hand with what we're doing with Passage because so much of what we're doing is enabling you know, virtual uh, connection um, on a deeper level. Uh, and then our team is very virtual. Um, and then uh, the prospective community around Passage, uh, which would potentially be like the developer community and uh, the creative community that, that's coming around the Passage project, uh, all virtual as well. So I'm very excited about kind of like this new era of work um, and also excited to have this conversation. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ariel. So you're Lex's brother. So what's something about Lex that not many people know? <laughs> Ooh, dangerous territory. Well, so he's been doing card tricks. Uh, probably everybody has heard the uh, the the sound of cards uh, on pretty much any Twitter space. He's been doing, there it is. Uh, he's been doing card tricks ever since we were kids. Um, and the reason he got into it was because um, there was, uh, he, he's always had the, this desire to like perform. Um, and, uh, he had a friend who actually works for us, um, who was getting into magic. So he was like, I gotta learn how to do magic and, and be able to like, uh, show off and impress people at parties. Well, in <laughs> high school, in high school, it became a thing. Like we'd go to wrestling matches cause we both wrestled and he would just start pulling out the cards and like, people would gather around and like start freaking out the second he pulled the card out of someone's ear. It was hilarious. So has he ever pulled a card out of your ear? <laughs> uh, I was the test dummy on every uh, uh, <laughs> card project. So it never like successfully came out of my ear, but uh, so I know, I know where it actually comes from. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. There's still, there's still one in your ear somewhere. I got to find it. We'll have to go to a doctor someday. <laughs> very cool cool thanks for that uh thanks for that intro guys um yeah we have a lot to cover today so i kind of want to jump right into questions so um my first question is just kind of providing some historical context between akash and passage so maybe starting off with chang and feel free to jump in like scenario but i wanted to see if you guys could kind of cover the relationship between akash and passage you know uh how did it, how was it that akash and pad uh, passage kind of became such good partners friends as you guys met over a crypto dating app, was it, you know, a crypto, some crypto event you attended? How did it all kind of start? Yeah, I think the honest truth is we both uh, swiped right um, on each other on the uh, <laughs> matchmaking, Cosmos matchmaking here. Yeah, but I think it's, uh, you know, what once we, I believe the intro was well over a year ago, maybe a year and a half to close to two years at this point in time, um, when we started talking about, um, passage. And I believe at that point in time, the, the idea wasn't quite yet fully fleshed out the way it, it, it's kind of really blossomed into what it is now. Um, but at that point in time, it was a little bit more gaming, right? Somewhat a little bit of metaverse kind of baked in together when that was just starting to come into light. And uh, us in at Akash, you know, we're at one of the older um, Cosmos chains out there, right? And of course, at that point in time, our marketplace had just launched and, and already there and just kind of from from really ground zero, the GPU marketplace was always part of our roadmap. I know there are some people out there who are who who are saying uh, it. I guess it, funnily enough, where some some people still come to me and say, you know, oh, it's really cool that you guys decided to quote unquote pivot towards GPUs during this like really auspicious time. And my response is, this was always roadmap, and 
up and um, we had this like really long-term vision set up by our, our founders, Greg and, and Adam, who are, you know, visionaries in their right um, and kind of saw this coming. Right. And nobody, I guess, could have foresaw this in its current state, but we definitely had a high conviction that GPUs were the place to ultimately be. And um, so, you know, having that operational, not the GPUs, but at that point in time, vanilla compute and ultimately GPUs being on the, uh, on the next cycle, I guess, of, of bigger iterations to, to come or bigger improvements to come. That really, I think, was the foundation uh, for, I think, just a very well-fitting partnership between Akash and Passage. Uh, in addition to that, just kind of our, our place in cause was just being um, earlier on and earlier adapter, adopters. There were some, I think, really interesting learnings that we, we could share um, and, you know, give them the heads up of, of just how we kind of thought about our tokenomics, uh, what we thought about, you know, everything from validators to tokenomics to to just kind of fundraising those things like that um and we just kind of uh, shared ideas and that that blossomed from there yeah Very absolutely cool. yeah i was gonna say in lex and ariel yeah just kind of to provide some more color like going back in our time machines you know to the first time you made me at adam and greg you know what got you kind of excited about the potential synergies between passage and akash and kind of what the future could hold yeah, I mean, it's funny because uh, actually my first intro to Cosmos, the whole reason, uh, actually, my my intro to Web3 in a lot of ways was through Akash because <clears throat> I was like just looking into uh, blockchain, Web3, decentralization, figuring all these things out in late 2020. And uh, I remember stumbling upon a Elio um, Trades video where um, he... Uh, was introducing Akash and was showcasing just kind of the cloud compute, decentralized cloud compute. And at the time, we were early on in building out Passage. So I was very familiar with the needs that we had and some of the roadblocks to using AWS or things like that, the costs. And I knew what was what we were going to need as we scaled out the product. So it was definitely something where I saw, okay, cool. Here's a thing that I understand coming from the product world. Um, as I'm going into this world that I don't really understand when it comes to Web3. And so I just latched onto that and followed it for a long time. Um, I think I probably hounded Greg across Twitter, um, you know, just like finding ways to tag him in posts and whatnot until uh, finally we got on a call where I got to bring him into a demo of Passage. And we're probably still in the Passage gym at the time, which was notorious for a while because we did a ton of demos in a really cool looking gym but it's like not the most ambitious space very visually compelling um but just part of the early iterations of passage and yeah it just kind of went from there where we saw really cool synergy especially around gpus and i can attest that uh yeah uh, akash was in on gpus before it was cool a hundred percent before the whole ai craze it was just one more utility, one more reason to confirm the thesis that Akash had had for some time. And that's why we were really excited about uh, Akash was specifically looking forward to GPUs. That's why in a lot of ways, um, you know, we really haven't reached kind of the full manifestation of what we want to do with Akash because from the beginning, it was all about the GPUs. So yeah, it is funny. Some people are just catching up. <laughs> and so Lex is living proof that Twitter DMs do work. So if you are trying to get in touch with people that you think are unapproachable, you can definitely message and tag people on Twitter and you will get in touch with them. It may take some time, but you'll get there. But better yet, better yet, tag them in a tweet 
and have uh, your whole uh, horde of 10,000 Discord followers go and like it and retweet it and comment. And eventually you'll get noticed. That's some growth hacking tips right there for all the marketers out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, very cool. So I want to kind of pass it over to Chang. And, you know, we recently announced maybe a week or two, a couple of weeks ago, that Akash actually invested in Passage. And I wanted to see if you could maybe provide some color on that investment. You know, what should folks listening in know about that? Yeah, the, the investment there was really, I guess the best way to characterize it is, was a token swap between um, Overclock Labs uh, and some Overclock Labs uh, members, but primarily vast majority of it was Overclock Labs directly with um, with Passage. And so that investment really, I think, solidifies our intent to forge a long-term partnership and working together um, to really ensure that both of our projects enjoy mutual mutual success. Like I mentioned, that the synergies here are just, you know, I think too perfect to, to that to characterize, right? But um, I'll give it a, another shot anyway, which is, you know, Passage and their team and their users have a requirement and a need for compute, you know, uh, cloud compute, um, vanilla compute as well as GPU compute, and that's becoming more and more prevalent, especially as the Passage roadmap continues to develop and they get additional users onto their platform. And um, our entire, you know, idea here is to build our network and our marketplace out so that we can service the the likes, you know, clients or I guess uh, partners like Passage and the like, you know, from all the way from uh, cloud like websites to uh, validator nodes to um, AIML workloads all the way down to, you know, gaming metaverse and, and everything that, you know, Passage is working on now. So um, that really was the kind of the, the entire idea behind it because they were just very apparent very quickly, very early on that there would be a lot of synergies between um, what they were building and what we were building. And of course, as just based on the relationship that we've established and seeing, you know, what um, like scenario are, are just representing kind of the, the, the people and the builders that they are, I think really uh, galvanized the team to, to really, you know, put put our um, money and effort be behind the supporting these guys. Very cool. So I'm going to pivot here in a second to kind of Akash's and Passage's tech stack. But um, for folks listening in, if you do have questions, feel free to raise your hand and I'll get you involved in the conversation. I have a couple more questions for these guys, but I'm sure you guys are dying to jump in on the conversation. So if you do have questions, feel free to put up your hand at any time. And as soon as I get to it, I will get you involved in the conversation. So going to Lex and Ariel. So I wanted to pivot a bit to, you know, Passages technology. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was able to preview your platform and was really just blown away with the simplicity, the realism and the ease of use. Uh, I was wondering if you guys could talk to our listeners and just talk to them about your technology stack and how Akash is kind of helping support your tech stack. Yeah, absolutely. So a big part of this has definitely been uh, we started off building uh, what we wanted to be the next evolution of virtual interaction, right? We wanted something that was, you know, better than Zoom. Uh, you, you get the benefit of seeing people face to face in Zoom, which is nice uh, versus avatars or whatnot. But we wanted something that was kind of the best of both worlds. And essentially, it's it's what we have is virtual experiences inside of Unreal Engine. It, it is meant to be engine agnostic. So there's a world where uh, as this develops, we're going to be building in support for engines like Unity, uh, Godot, which is an open source engine, and uh, as well as, you know, web, WebGL implementations for, for the, basically the, the client side rendering. But right now, the way it works is we take that engine, right now it's Unreal, 
and it's being streamed from the cloud. So we wanted something that was essentially uh, extremely immersive, super high graphical fidelity, but also extremely accessible, right? The problem is that for so many applications, you've got a really cool looking virtual space, but you have to have a gaming computer and there's a big chunky download. And so you've got to wait until gigabytes can get down, which really limits mobile opportunities. If you've got to download an app on your phone, as well as on your desktop, uh, and then the experience isn't going to be the same on mobile. So what we wanted was the best in terms of accessibility and graphics, because on the other side, you have people who they have a very accessible app, but it looks like something out of like the Wii U stage of Nintendo, right? So we built this specifically to be streamed, which means that all the computers happening in the cloud, we can deliver the best possible graphics and the most accessible experience because all that Unreal Engine rendering, uh, including uh, ray tracing effects and all the latest of Unreal Engine 5, uh, all that's happening in the cloud and the experience gets streamed to your, your device, which means you can get in from any device in one click. Uh, I know we jumped in with you and Boz last week and there's been a lot of, I mean, it's been simple for a while, but it's just gotten even better. I mean, you get in essentially instantly. There's not even a load screen, right? Uh, because there's just no such thing as loading in this environment. It's already running uh, in the cloud and you're just jumping in. So um, yeah, it's a really smooth experience. It's totally different from anything else that's out there. Uh, pretty much every other application in some area has compromised on either quality or accessibility, right? And we really tried to create something that was both. Um, so there's a lot of areas where we've kind of uh, made contributions to this tech, tech stack in building out our infrastructure. Um, there's some really cool stuff with 3D video chat and a bunch of elements that we've built uh, in and around Unreal Engine. But a big part of it is this streaming experience where there's no downloads, there's no apps. It's all happening right in your browser on any device. And that leverages cloud compute, which is obviously uh, becoming a scarce resource. I mean, it's becoming a huge commodity, but it's also GPUs are not cheap right now. Um, so it was very er obvious very early on that being able to have what Akash is building with GPU compute in a decentralized marketplace creates just a necessary competition and um, open infrastructure. Sorry, I got a call if I popped out there for a second. Uh, You're good. Basically, the, yeah, being able to have something that was uh, open infrastructure that um, was decentralized. So there's this, you know, reliability built into it um, and the permissionless uh, relationships. Yeah, it's, it's, it was huge in terms of uh, being able to push passage further without having creating really uh, expensive and unhealthy uh, dependencies on the larger providers like AWS and Google Cloud. So, yeah, I want to kind of stick on this for a second, sticking with you, Lex. So the, for example, you mentioned the no load stream. To me, that's very impressive. You know, it's kind of what the promise of 5G yes. is supposed to be, but you know, that doesn't really exist quite yet. Um, kind of sticking with your technology, you know, what are some of the hurdles you face to kind of get to this point where you just oh my God. click on the website and you're in? Yeah, <laughs> shoot, man, we try everything. That's why when I look at other people's applications, people will send me, you know, oh, this is the passage, you know, killer right here. And I'm like, that doesn't even compare to what we're building. Um, there literally is nothing like passage out there right now. Um, and, and, and I can say that reliably because we've been through every other alternative. Like we've been through all the stages of this. We built this out entirely in 3JS. 
Uh, we've used different web-based engines like Play Canvas, Babylon.js. Uh, so when I see people trying to build for the web for client-side rendering, which means you're rendering the experience in their browser, the difference with us is it ha- it's, it's in the browser, the experience is, but it's not rendered there. It's rendered in the cloud and streamed to your browser, right? So it's more like streaming a video from Netflix or YouTube than it is like trying to play a game on your phone, right? But it is, it is on your phone, it is on your iPad, desktop, whatever. But I've seen so many people, you wouldn't believe it, who they really think that they've, you know, uh, discovered the solution and they make this cool looking web-based metaverse. And it's like, okay, the graphics are decent, but the load times, man, even for simple experiences, if they look decent at all, if they're leveraging any decent rendering effects um, and there's any size to it whatsoever, it really uh, starts to become excessive load times and the graphics still aren't that impressive, but people think this is scalable, right? It's like, okay, you've built this little demo that's about you know 10 feet square. This isn't going to scale to larger experiences, um, to more complicated interactions, multiplayer, things like that. So yeah, we've just been through it all. So there's a lot of lessons that we learned throughout the process. There are a ton of roadblocks. Um, being able to offer different types of compute because frankly you know we've had different interactions with uh, aws and google you got to talk to a bunch of people to get them to uh you know promise that you'll get the gpus that you want and all these things like it's such a hassle managing that side of it as well um so there's a bunch of business development that goes into just ensuring you'll have the resources you need you know to run some of the events that we have so yeah, there's a bunch of a bunch of hoops we've jumped through and and that's what's given us kind of this confidence in the product but also, you know, kind of a keen insight into the landscape right now and other things that are building. Very cool. So we're kind of talking lessons learned and GPUs and tech stacks. So I feel like I'd be doing the audience a bit of a disservice that I didn't really really cover the uh, recent the recent GPU testnet in Akash. So kind of handing it off to Chang. I wanted to see if you give some updates on the Akash GPU testnet. I know it just wrapped up. How did it go? Um, what are some f- things that you can tell folks listening in uh, and what they can expect in terms of GPUs on mainnet? Oh, um, you're muted. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So do you want me to go alone? Oh, I'm sorry. You want me to add? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, Cheng. You're good, Cheng. Um, so going, I'll, I'll kind of give it back to uh, Lex for a second before we go over to Cheng. Um, one of the final questions, and so for folks listening in, if you do have questions, now's your time to raise your hand because we're going to get you in after these two questions to Chang and Lex. But um, yes. what are some things? What are some things folks can look forward to? Maybe some alpha you're you're comfortable in sharing with folks uh, about what passage looks like uh, in the years and the months ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So right now we're in alpha, uh, which means that it's a totally closed platform at the moment, unfortunately. Um, definitely join, follow us on Twitter and join the Discord if you want to get involved in the beta. Uh, but I can say we have a big public sale. Uh, the, the public launch of the Passage token is happening on StreamSwap. Um, and um, you can get all the details for that on our, uh, our Twitter profile, the Passage Twitter profile. Um, we'll be dropping some articles and videos on, on that coming up. But we're going to be doing a bunch of cool events August 29th when the launch happens. Uh, and we'll be selling some cool, you know, customizations. Uh, I'll pin a tweet here in the space, just showing for people to see Passage, because you kind of have to see it to understand it. Um, but once you see it, you'll realize, oh, that looks cool. And once you realize it looks cool, people want to find ways to express themselves in this cool environment. So we're going to be dropping a bunch of cool customizations and assets for people to build their worlds with. 
uh, on the 29th uh, exclusively to celebrate the launch. And when we do that, I can uh, definitely leak that anybody who gets involved in that sale is going to get basically a um, priority access to the beta testing period. Uh, so if you want to be involved, um, we're, we're basically prioritizing people who have those customizations because we want people to get utility out of it, to be able to make stuff, to be able to experience different passage worlds. Um, so if you're interested in getting in the platform uh, as soon as possible to test things out, that is the place to be. Very cool. Cool. And uh, let's see if Chang's oh, able. Oh, I see that the tweets in there. Go ahead, Chang. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Yeah, the GP marketplace, like I said, uh, the GP testing, excuse me, just wrapped up. Um, and we're currently parsing out a lot of the the updates. And it's it's a really big one. Um, like we mentioned before, it is the biggest update um, that we would have made to the network since the launch of the network itself. Um, and even then, I think I can give that for a run for its money, the GP marketplace, um, the, the amount of changes that had to that had to go through. We have a lot more <laughs> protocol clients now um, than we had, you know, at the launch of the network to coordinate those efforts. Um, in addition to that, there's, uh, you know, a gigantic feature set in and of itself that's being rolled into this GPU rollout, which is the uh, take rates and stable payment support. So these are kind of um, two really huge changes um, that are going to be game changers for Akash Network and those um, who are using the platform, right? Um, GP Marketplace, the the things that those support uh, from AIML workloads to the things that Passage is building um, all the way down to games and, and you know, uh, virtual worlds and et cetera. So, you know, from, from those types of uh, workloads all the way down to, we, you know, stable payments and take rates. So the, the importance of take rates on Akash Network, again, is to continue perpetuating um, this kind of virtual feedback loop, feedback cycle for Akash Network to continue to fuel itself and to continue to fund um, protocol clients such as like Cloudmos, whom we just you know announced the acquisition yes, of, yes. Um, and for, for things like that to continue to, to happen, right? Uh, cool. In addition, so that's take rates and stable payments is the first stepping stone towards supporting fiat on and off ramps. So that is ultimately going to be the biggest, um, I think, boon to uh, adoption within crypto is to enable payments form from payment forms from tokens all the way down to the U.S. dollar. Yeah, dude, I love that. And I'll just, I have to say, Kosh is a huge inspiration for us as well, because so many projects in the Web3 landscape don't consider themselves like real products, right? They don't treat oh, it like a real product. There's no go-to-market plan. There's no revenue model. There is this absurd idea that decentralization itself uh, is the value, right? And it's like, yes and no, like that is a value, but you still have to convince people to buy this thing, right? Because unfortunately, decentralization is expensive, right? It's infrastructure. You're adding a whole layer of infrastructure to your product. Um, by wanting to have, you know, decentralization that you have to support, right? That's that's a whole layer of validators that are running and stakers that are participating if you want a truly decentralized network and not just, you know, the face, like the, this, this uh, illusion of decentralization. And so that's expensive, right? There's a real cost to, I mean, that's compute in and of itself, right? That people have to run to, you know, uh, process your, your chain. So it's one of those things where if you haven't thought through revenue uh, and where is the revenue going to come from to support that decentralization, because that stuff doesn't happen for free, right? Stakers don't jump in. I mean, they might, right? But you got to think about what kind of value are you adding, right? If there aren't real reasons to stake, 
right? Fundamental utility, right? Staking gets me access to another thing that I would have paid for, right? Because there's a cost to stakers, right? They're, they're locking up capital. Um, validators are leveraging their hardware. And so, you know, there's a real cost to those people. So they're paying one way or the other. None of this stuff is free, right? So either you're giving them a product that they love, right? The stakers. So they stake and they get access to insert cool thing here, right? That they like, or you just pay them to do it, right? And that's not unreasonable. Most people should just consider that. If you truly want de decentralization, put your money where your mouth is and delegate a portion of your budget towards uh, staking incentives, towards, you know, uh, decentralization. And that's where, you know, we got a whole video that I'm working on now on um, the passage token model and um, how we really view this as a product and not just as a platform, but there's a, a real revenue model that we have to create because we believe in a decentralized future. So yeah, all that, I uh, get worked up over that stuff because people uh, aren't doing the hard work to sell their product because they've been floating in monopoly money for the last, you know, two, three years. Um, and the people who ran out of monopoly money just quit most of them. Right. So hundred percent love what Akash is doing, leading the way as, as a real product and um, not just a pretender. Well said, well said. And you wonder why, uh, you know, our, our friendship and, and partnership blossomed from, from uh, ground zero, you know, that I, I couldn't agree more on everything you mentioned there. And honestly, you know, building a real product that people want to use for the sake and merits and utility of the product itself, not simply based on the idea of it being decentralized as the only value proposition is hard work. Um, you know, we, we both seen it and it takes a long time. We you know, to keep our noses to the grindstone. And I think, you know, um, the community has finally seen, at least for, for Akash at this point in time, right, uh, that that kind of starting to bear fruit. And we're going to continue to put those noses to the grindstone and, and keep pushing. So um, mainnet launch coming up soon for mainnet 6, a.k.a. the Akash GPU mainnet, a.k.a. Super Cloud mainnet. Uh, looking forward to it. We are too, man. Um, and I wanted to echo just what they both said. Like, this is why I'm excited about not just our project, but Akash as well. Um, when Lex first discovered Akash, um, like, that was when, like, crypto crypto as a whole made sense in that, like, just the idea of Bitcoin made sense. But other applications didn't make sense yet until I saw Akash, where I was like, oh, that's a real SaaS. And now I understand like how Web3 really works well within this SaaS model based on this. And so as we started to conceptualize how there would be a decentralized need within Passage um, and what the business model would look like. What? Oh, you're sorry. You were just, uh, you just went out for a second. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Whoops. No, no problem. Um, so yeah, as we started to see that there was a decentralized need within Passage, um, and started to conceptualize the business model behind it. You know, 100%, we were thinking about everything that Akash had been doing and just really thinking about, you know, how do we uh, create a, a true SaaS model that sits behind this so that, you know, this is essentially bear market proof. Very cool. Thank you guys for that. So uh, I want to open it up now. We have about 15 or so minutes left before we have to wrap things up. I want to open it up for audience questions. There's a couple of requests that came in. Um, looks like those people might've jumped off. I see some familiar faces in here. So maybe they want to jump in. I see Coney Daddy, Steak Steedo, 
think I see some other folks. Uh, there was Max in here I saw earlier. Um, any audience questions for the gang? Oh, we got our first one here. Let me add you to the call. And all right. Looks like we have Poro. Poro, feel free to introduce yourself and ask your question for our panelists. Oh, and it looks like you jumped Yo, off. What up, brother? Looks like you jumped off again. <laughs> I think. Uh, typical X problems or Twitter problems. Um, if there's any other yeah, any other audience questions, feel free to raise your hand and we'll get you in on the conversation. Oh, looks like Poro's back. Poro, can you hear me? Excellent. We're in uh, Passage of Strength Clan, uh, Passage Validator. Um, so my questions are, yeah, I'm really excited about GPUs on the caution, just seeing the progress on it because um, I've been looking forward to it for a long time. Um, so my questions is, um, sorry, <laughs> I have two questions. I just wanted to get them in the right order. Um, uh, the test net has, um, so I know there's the focus on AI, uh, with Akash, um, but has, uh, Passage, um, been working on the test net to, uh, to like create like proof of concepts to that, um, the video streaming, uh, runs on Akash. And, um, I'll say my second question. Um, latency is a big issue with um, pixel streaming services. And I'm wondering um, how that could be addressed. I know like providers could like provide their like location metadata and have that audited. So um, that like a GPU could be um, closer to um, a player, but I'm just wondering uh, how you anticipate uh, latency being an issue. And I know that like uh, passage could be run locally also. So like, that the hardcore people can have their great experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll say so for both of those, it's basically just an evolving. Uh, we, we are we are looking to leverage Akash as much as possible. Um, we want this to be something where uh, for those who are really interested in either getting the best possible uh, pricing uh, for GPUs, they can pick Akash from a dropdown, essentially, when they're setting up their world. Uh, it would probably be something that people choose at the world creation level so that a specific world is streamed from a particular provider. Uh, but there's also a world where actually the same world could be streamed from different providers. So it could actually even be a choice like uh, uh, like members could get a discount based off of what provider they choose or, or different settings that they choose, right? If they enable like beta features or things like that. So we're still working through some of the user experience for that on both the creator side and on the, um, uh, uh, the like consumer side of things and what options need to be visible to who, but we already have infrastructure set up to enable multiple providers. And previously we've used uh, Google Cloud and AWS. Um, <clears throat> so those are things that we already have the infrastructure for, and just essentially as the right GPUs, um, kind of equivalent GPUs are available on the Akash network, uh, we'll be turning those on provisionally for creators, probably in like the beta period, will allow people to try. Um, but it's still something that, um, you know, we're, we're working on the UX for primarily, right? And so that's something where we'll get this in front of people as soon as possible so that you guys can test stuff out. I love the idea of doing like a hackathon even around these types of features in the future. I know we have uh, one hackathon happening right now um, that um, is primarily is not yet with the GPU marketplace, 
Um, but we'll have some cool stuff coming up and I know we'll get the community involved as we have more of these features available for the public, both on the passage API side and on the uh, Akash GPU side. In terms of latency, yeah, I mean, that's essentially, it's, it's gonna depend on the experience to how much that's a need. Um, latency for people who are um, casual to like uh, pro casual users, uh, it's, it's really not noticeable. I'm pretty sure you've been in passage, right? Brobro. Um, yeah, I've been in there. Um, I'm not sure if my setup was uh, anomalous. I have like a, a ultra wide, um, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, you're gonna be on like the premium user side of things for sure. Um, so people who have like a really nice gaming setup, like you're gonna start to notice some latency, 100%. Um, it's smooth and it's definitely good for casual uh, and social applications, right? Um, but as we increase the infrastructure, as we create more provider options for people, it's gonna be easier and easier for people to get access to uh, low latency setups, uh, either for individual users or you know, for different worlds, uh, depending on you know, what they need it for and what kind of experience it is. But yeah, I think ultimately for us, gaming and like uh, low, the, the most low latency needed scenarios are uh, an important part of what Passage offers, but it's not the first priority. So that's something where it's gonna come in layers of optimization. I feel super confident that two things are going to uh, improve constantly, and that's the price of the compute. It's only going to get better, right? But also um, optimization, like latency uh, and things like that, being able to get more people into an experience, all those different elements are gonna be developed over time. But 100%, yeah, that's something that um, as we, even as we implement new features for the Strange Plan team uh, that's building on Passage, we'll get to, you know, figure out um, what are the best, what's the best user experience that we can create to offer people low latency solutions before they feel like they just have to download a local build, right? Because we want to make sure that people can do as much as possible using the streaming tools. Yeah, and we also right now are experimenting with like, other more like like some newer configurations um you know things that uh deal with like web gpu um and um uh, just newer features that uh we're working on with um uh, some other teams that we really haven't i don't think we've i don't think we've made any announcements about them yet but um yeah, yeah there's there's some really uh interesting things uh coming to the web 3d world um, and, uh, we're working with a couple of the guys who are really at the forefront of that. So, um, how that all ends up working out into the tech stack, um, we're still working that out, but, um, we've got a lot of options to solve the, uh, any latency issues. So, yeah, 100%. For sure. And let me just uh, throw something in there as, you know, Akash Network continues to grow. Um, right now we have just about 40 providers across the globe in, in certain geos, primarily in um, U.S. and Europe um, and a, a few in Asia and I think one or two in the Middle East. And as that distribution begins to grow and becomes more robust, the ability to get or find a provider that is closer to any particular cohort of users is going to be um, more possible. Right. So we can get a lot closer to the edge um, as far as, you know, depending on the requirements and depending on what resource types they need and, and all of that, right? So so the as, as the Akash Network continues to grow, so will our capability for supporting um, different workloads at the edges. 
Thank you, Poro, for your question. Um, there was someone else that was just on here. I think they had one more question. We have about three or three or so minutes left. But um, if you want to jump back in and ask your question, feel free to raise your hand. Oh, looks like we've got one from Action. I'm going to unmute you. Actually, I think you can unmute yourself. Feel yeah. free to introduce yourself and ask your question. Hey guys, um, I'm Action. I'm nobody in the space. I just happen to have some fun interviewing people. And I interviewed two people, Greg, not so long ago, and most recently, Dan from Flux. And there's always like this back and forth between the communities. Uh, is it oh, can you hear me? Okay, I got you loud and clear. Okay. Awesome. Um, so to me, it sounds like Akash is really focusing on new partnerships for this next um, step of their journey. Pretty cool to see Passage being one of those. Um, I'm unable to hear action. Is anybody else? I got it. No, no, I can we, hear it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're able to hear him. Okay. Yeah, to- I hear him all right. Which <laughs> faces things. Sorry. Yeah, if y'all can relate this back to back to him. Um, basically, here's what I, what I would like to know. Um, are we going to see more um, partnerships being announced over the, la- the next month or so? Um, and can you talk about what they might look like? Because I couldn't get Dan from Flux to tell me what the partnership or product that was going to be deployed was. He was very, very secretive about that one. Yeah, so basically, Action was asking, um, why is Akash so much cooler than Flux? Um, but actually, the question was... In short. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm totally going to clip this for later. That was amazing. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Um, yeah, just asking about Akash partnerships, um, even going beyond kind of, you know, uh, obviously cool, cool partnership with, with Passage. What's next in terms of partnerships on Akash? Yeah, I can definitely speak to that. Um, we can't necessarily share anything at the moment. A lot of these things are still in flight and in flux, so we don't want to um, kind of... Uh, Reach those in confidentiality flux. before <laughs> in flux. <laughs> Poor choice of words. They're uh, up in the air at this moment in time. But you can definitely be sure to like it, it's really a follow on to our desire to really achieve mainstream adoption. Right. I think on that type of um, thread there, we are trying our best to engage traditional Web2 developers, Web2 companies. Um, specifically at this point in time, our, our primary focus is in the AIML space. Um, and establish partnerships with companies on both the supply side as well as the demand side, anywhere from small-ish data centers to individual firms, the startups, and things like that, um, to really, I think, bring to light and showcase that, you know, web a Web3 solution can and will work for the entire web period. And so um, I can't name names as of yet because there's nothing set in stone at this moment in time. But uh, as far as uh, partnerships go and what you can expect, you can definitely expect in, in some in, in short order i would i would expect um names within the web 2 sphere to really pop up things that you know traditionally aren't tokenized and don't have tokenomics and are just you know your standard um aiml type of startups um to really come through to the forefront in addition to those who are really playing in the space with us like the likes of you know um where we're always talking to and, and trying to collaborate with those in the sphere um to, to work together right um there are a lot of synergies to be had like, uh, for example, like um, BitTensor and Jensen and things like that, they're working on some really cool things that I think have a lot of synergies with Akash. Um, but in terms of specific partnerships, uh, unfortunately, I will have to suspense nothing as of yet to really share publicly. But rest assured, that's something we're working on really hard in order to enable the uh, the mainnet to, to launch um, well, uh, launch big, and uh, continue to build from there. 
Yeah, TLDR so, being that um, passage is the coolest thing happening on a cost right now, and uh, Flux doesn't have a passage, so automatically the cost is way cooler than Flux, even though we knew that at the outset. So exactly, by, I think the by most the, the association part. and uh, by the transitive property, we are definitely the cooler. <laughs> yeah, I think the funniest part is that Chang doesn't even know that I just literally broke it to everybody that you know Flux and Akash have something that they're building together. But he won't, he can't hear me. So that little tidbit that he dropped was even more fantastic. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Action. So we're about at time. Any other final questions for our panelists before we have to jump off here? Nope. Okay. I think we're good. So with that, we're going to end today's Twitter spaces slash X spaces. I want to thank our guests for joining in real quickly around the horn, Lex, Chang, and Ariel. Any ways that you suggest folks getting in touch with you, maybe starting with Lex? Yeah, hit me up, Lex Adelino, pass, or yeah, uh, on the, my Twitter X profile. Uh, follow Passage.io. Uh, and uh, yeah, just stay tuned because we got lots of stuff announcing around the August 29th launch. Cool. And Ariel. Yep. Um, so uh, I will oftentimes retweet things that Lex posts. So you can just follow Lex and uh, you'll probably get most of the things. And then every now and then you'll get something very, very unique that I happen to say. Um, so, uh, but yeah, definitely follow us uh, or jump on our Discord. That's where we're, that's our insider community. Um, and then the email list, uh, we're always trying to make sure that um, if you, if your Discord gets boxed up, that you have an update that comes through the, uh, the email. Um, we're, we're, we're not doing as many emails, so it's really the most important things that you need to know would come to your email. Um, and uh, follow us on Twitter, Passage.io. Boom. Excellent. It looks like Chang had to jump off or maybe his phone died one here. or the other. But um, Oh, you're still there. Oh, cool. Weird. I don't see you. Yeah, Feel yeah, free. No. How can folks get in touch with you? Uh, for me, I mean, uh, honestly, for all of our insiders, for anyone who is interested in any of the technical aspects of things, contributing to our open source community, which we open source early this year. So everything from, you know, roadmaps to product development to client side stuff to support um, and to, to partnerships really will live on our um, GitHub. So check us out there. Caution works uh, our, our GitHub. Um, in terms of the chat, some, something more asynchronous and live rather, it'll be our Discord um, to reach me. I'm not nearly as active on Twitter or X or whatever the heck else we, we want to rename this in, in the future to be uh, as I should be, but uh, never too late to start. So you can reach me at, at Genghis Khan. Um, on Twitter. So uh, outside of that, please follow us on Akash Network on Twitter um, for all the latest and greatest updates. And we will link you off to the uh, appropriate properties um, in terms of blog posts or, and, and other announcements and whatnot as the uh, mainnet launch approaches. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And thanks everyone for attending today. Really appreciate it. Thank you to our panelists. Thank you to our guests. Um, and to get in touch with Akash, feel free to head over to the Akash website, click on community, and you'll see everything you see there. But with that, I want to let our guests go. Thank you for joining today's Twitter Spaces, X Spaces, updates from Passage, and we'll see you in the metaverse. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you on Passage. Peace.
See you soon. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends, dragging out the max amount of payments, red down pays. Got him acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear Flexing broken knots I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knots And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out The max amount of dinner Lay stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the high Hostage. Like the shit is way for keeps clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats. Tearing apart your community, all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege. Commanding all the management to grab a few seats, and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the street. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.